0: The views, information, or opinions expressed during the Let's Talk More Action podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and should not be construed as advice, nor do they necessarily reflect the views of Community Action Council's governing bodies, leadership, or staff, or our funding partners. Community Action Council is a private, nonprofit, and nonpartisan organization. We do not support or endorse any political candidates. <laughs>
1: This is the city's number one podcast. Love the topics, the guests, and all of the contrast. They ain't focused on the views and the traffic. What's the point of shining if no jewels for the masses? We gotta spread the news of our passion. Service is a verb. Now that's community action. Yo, everybody let's talk. Look, talking ain't enough, so everybody let's walk. We all want freedom, the eagle and the stars. But the only way to reach it, meet the people where they are. Unity's only way to end these atrocities. You and me together can eliminate poverty. And this is just a vessel of expression And make sure we stay on the message of progression. Yes, everybody, let's talk. Bring your ideas, and together we.
2: Are listening to Let's Talk More Action? I am Cameron Minter. I am your co-host, and today our host is Sharon Price. Cameron.
3: Good morning, Sharon. So happy to be here. I know,
2: right? We are in here. Yeah. About to do yes. this thing. I just uh just thinking about growing up, you know, and some of the things that I learned as growing up. At the time I've learned I was learning them, I didn't like it. Uh, <laughs> I, you you learned some hard lessons. I learned some hard lessons. I promise you, but I, I I didn't like it. At the time, I felt like you know you're you're against me, you know. But I, I've learned uh, as I've grown older that you know that was helpful stuff. And here's the question I have for you.
3: Oh, I, let's see what it's gonna be. Okay. Do you
2: hear yourself? Do you hear your mother in yourself? Talking to your children
3: all the time. I hear my mother and myself talking to my staff. Cam. Oh my God. Yes, I say things and I'm like, Oh Lord, that was what my mom said. Came right out of her mouth. I promise. And when it was coming out of her mouth when I was younger, you
2: didn't didn't want to hear it.
3: I was rolling my. Right. Eyes in my head, right? Though. Not, right.
2: not really. Yeah, we we grew up where you couldn't do that. No,
3: uh, <laughs> eye rolling is disrespectful and talking back, and you never know what's going to happen.
2: I know that's right. And I keep your
3: mouth right. shut.
2: I know that's right, but I but some of those things and don't breathe hard. <laughs> we we got in trouble for breathing.
3: <laughs> yeah, do do not don't take a. Are deep you breathing? Breath. <laughs> you know, but at the at the same uh, time, Cam growing up. You had and I had that support system that you need um, to help guide you. Absolutely. You know, and being claimed by your family. And yeah. you know, we pay we play for keeps.
2: That's it. And you know, there's one phrase that stays in my mind all the time. When you leave this house, you're not representing you, you representing our family.
3: That's right. <laughs> The hard work, right. the Heritage, yes. The, every everything about it, but you know, everybody doesn't have that. Everybody, everybody don't get doesn't it. have that. Everybody that everybody family. And, and
2: when you don't have it, there are simple things that show up. You know, you're like, what? Don't don't you know that? You know, you know, I'm a pastor, and so uh, we're learning that as as we're bringing new members in, that they don't have the general base of knowledge. You know. They may not know about David and Goliath. They may not, you know what I'm saying. And so mm-hmm. it's like you can't expect them to be here when you've got to teach them there. You got to lead them there. You got to learn. They have to learn that. So,
3: well, and you can't fault people for what they don't know. Exactly. Right? You don't and know see, what when you when know. I see,
2: and I know you, You, Gary, correct me when I say this, but. When I see a bad uh, kid, when I see a bad kid up, I know of all, you're not getting ready to know, say know, you see a bad you, kid. I know it, but it's the mama and daddy's fault because they have to be taught how to act in different scenarios.
3: Well, now I will agree with okay. that. Yeah, I will, I, 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 will, you, I, you I know, will agree with the teaching part. Yeah, but you are gonna get I me on that not, bad kid? Uh, I will not. It <laughs> no down either. that bad no. There are no
2: bad kids. There are bad parents then.
3: Well, I'm not saying that either i'm not I'm not saying that either, but what I do know is uh, growth is a journey absolutely. it's a journey and you know, I'm not the same person that I used to be. I'm mm-hmm. thank God I'm not the Ain't same that the kid truth? Ain't, or did, oh, you
2: know because I, I know I put my people through some stuff <laughs>
3: I, absolutely it's it's hard. you know, growing up, I think about some of the things that I did or my thoughts I was like, oh my gosh, that was so dumb (laughs) right
2: right, you know right,
3: and you 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 can't see it sometimes but when when you're going through it but so glad that I had the family to support me even when I was going through my teenage years okay which one of
2: your kids resembles you the most as growing up
3: oh they're so different (laughs) but who do I see myself most like um Probably my son. Mm-hmm. Probably my son. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know. Yeah,
2: that's. I mean, it it, it comes around. I, I tell my daughter, she you know, she gave us some, she gave us some trouble, and now my granddaughter's giving it to her.
3: <laughs> you you laughing like you are happy about <laughs> but, it? What I mean, hey, I mean you happy it, about it? Hey, look, you know? I had
2: to, I had to learn on. I had to cut my teeth on on my daughter. So hey, you cut yours too. Here, here you go. Now, now you got something to learn,
3: <laughs> but okay, yes you you do have you do have something to learn, and you know sometimes we smile as a mom. Sometimes I smile uh-huh. when um, when I see my kids yeah, growing absolutely. and their growth because you don't grow if you don't have some challenges. Absolutely, because that that's where yeah you that's grow where the most. you really grow. Yes,
2: when everything's yes. hunky dory and 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 just great, yeah, there's not much learning there.
3: Yeah, they don't look, they my kids have never <laughs> needed my support when everything was right in the right. world. They needed my support when things were hard, right. something didn't go right. Yes. You know? Yes. And that's that's what we're, you know, pretty fortunate to have that. They're Absolutely. fortunate to have us. Because all of a, all of our kids don't have that. They don't have that. And have especially, it. you know, in the community. And that's one of the things that I like about um community action. Is we step up and we try to help people that are in different situations to help them, you know, uh, become self sufficient, Mm -hmm. especially um, some of our youth. Yeah. You know, and we have a program here. Yes, we uh, do. Yes.
2: We've got a guest today. We're going to, we're talking about this uh, the parenting thing because there's some things that we just take for granted Mm -hmm. uh, being in a family, being in that root. But what if you don't have that?
3: What if you? What if you don't have that? And what if you have grown up your entire life in foster care, mm. and you age out of foster care? Then what? Then what? Then what? You know what happens
2: then? Well, our guest today, Tamika Jackson.
0: Good
1: morning.
2: How are you?
1: I am great. How are you? Welcome to
2: the show. We are so glad you're here. Thank you for having me. Tell us the position that you're in and what you do for Community Action Council.
0: At Community Action, I am the housing coordinator for an outstanding program, Mm -hmm. which is called
2: Project Life,
0: and it is for 18 and a half to 23 year old young adults that have aged out of foster care. Mm. So it's a 12 month program. We provide case management and housing assistance. Wow.
3: Well, and not just, and when you say case management, you say it like, we provide case management. Like, that's an (laughs) easy task. It is not an easy task. I was actually, I'm not even a case manager, Mm
0: -hmm. but I was texting one of our participants last night at like nine o'clock because they have emergencies literally, you know, 24 hours a day. So we, you know, we are available to them for whatever they need.
3: So in order for someone to be in Project Life, mm-hmm. how how does somebody end up in Project Life?
0: Well, to end up in Project Life, I refer we get referrals from DCBS from their independent living specialists. So once they, you know, they realize like they still need additional assistance, then they will send over a referral to us. I contact the youth, we do a needs-based assessment, just to kind of see like what they're going to need while they're in the program. You know, we just restructured our needs-based assessment because we saw the need to ask different questions because what we did have wasn't really touching everything that we needed to know. So we just restructured that. But we do that, kind of you know see what all they're going to need, what additional resources we'll need to provide to them while they're in the program. And then we go from there. We get them started.
3: And, you know, what I like about Project Life is we're supporting, we start supporting children that are in foster care when they're in our Head Start mm-hmm. program. Yes. And we we have all of those different supports. But sometimes children are not adopted out of the foster care system. Right. Or they, they don't get to go back to their families or whatever that looks like. And so then they come to Project Life. And what I love, love, love about that project, program is you guys are not just walking alongside um, the youth that are in this program, you're helping them make decisions. You're helping them learn Absolutely. how to live independent because if you've never paid a bill, you don't know how to pay a bill. We, um, you know, it's, it's hard
0: to imagine for me because like you all were talking about, I had a strong foundation of family support growing up. These kids do not have that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we get, we get them um, sometimes at 20 years old that have never even written a money order. They don't even know where to go get one. Uh So that's, you know, that's part of the mentoring and the stuff that the case managers do with them. They teach them, like, as many life skills that they're lacking in the 12 months, you know, trying to get them to where they can be completely self-sufficient by the time they leave our program, so.
3: And you guys have great success with that.
0: Absolutely. We have had some great success stories, for sure. We had one, you know, All of the kids that come to us, some of them come to us, you know, perfectly fine. But for the most part, a lot of our kids are, you know, they have a lot of trauma. They're challenged in different ways. So we have to, you can't, there's not a blanket case management that you can do.
3: Yeah, you can't check off the list. It's kind of like raising
0: your own children. Mm -hmm. You can't parent each child the same way. So that's how it is in our program. So we had one young lady that came to our program She did really good for like the first couple of months. And then all of a sudden she's trying to attempt suicide and we couldn't figure out why. Well, once we did get to her, she explained that she had had a young man that she was really close to. He had passed away. She felt guilty because he was a former drug addict. And the night before he, you know, actually took his life, he was trying to call her and she wouldn't answer the phone. Mm. And then he ended up ODing. So she did go, you know, to the funeral that was the first funeral she had ever been to at 19 years old. Mm. Right. So, you know, as if you come from a family structure, by 19, you have you've attended a funeral. That's right. But this young lady had been in foster care since she was six years old. So she had never attended a funeral until this young man's funeral. And it just really did not set with her. Well, she took a lot of blame for his death. So, you know, she did try to attempt suicide several times within like a month's time frame. So, we did have to kind of do real intensive case management with her just to kind of get her over that hump to let her see, you know, like death is a natural thing. It happens. You know, you can't take accountability for what someone else did to themselves. But we did have to do intensive case management with her. She actually completed the program.
1: Yay! She has a
0: great job. During that time when she did that, she had to let her kids go and stay with her sister. She now has all of her children back. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's stuff like that
3: that it's, we have to deal with, and yes. As,
2: as you all come in every day, you don't know what to expect. No. your your job changes every. I don't know day. what to expect at six o'clock in the morning. Sometimes,
4: for <laughs> right? Us.
0: We will have you know, and you can't, you can't say, oh well, my I don't go to work till eight thirty, mm-hmm. so you can't call me until then. Right? So you know, we all have our own, you know, our work cell phones that we keep on twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, mm-hmm. because we never know what's going to happen. You know, these kids have no one else to call, so you know when they have an emergency. They're not going to call one of their friends. They're going to call one of us, usually, because they need us to help them to navigate through those issues. And,
3: you know, that's what we're here for. So Well, and, you know, life can be tough. It's, yes. It's tough. And, and especially just, at their age. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I remember when I was a teenager and I had all of the, you know, the supports that I needed and I was still, you know.
2: Right. That's
3: that's you know, a sometimes. Right. I, was trying to find, <laughs> yeah. I was trying to find a good word for it. But you know, that that's a that's a hard time. It is very hard. And you know, having the team, the project life team that's there, um, you know, to help support. Mm-hmm. You know, because what you just described, that's a whole lot it for a, you know, an adult, let alone, you know, a young adult. A to young have to adult single mother mm. at that. She yes. has four kids. Yes, yeah. She had two
0: sets of twins, so oh, you know, two pregnancies. But by the time you're 20 years old, you already have four kids. So yes, that's it. That's a lot to navigate, especially when you don't have the foundation of a family to support you through that. So.
2: Well, we're going to talk more about mm. this program because the program itself, I you know, I was I was I was involved like many years ago, but. I really want people to understand what this program does for young people. So we'll talk about more of that after the break. You are listening to Let's Talk or Action.
0: Community Action Council's Low Income Home Energy Assistance Program opens on Monday, November 6th, 2023. Appointments can be made online beginning October 30th. Please visit our website, comaction.org, and select Apply Here under Utility Assistance Scheduler to make your appointment.
3: Households wishing to make their appointment by phone can dial 859-300-6960. Dial 859-300-6960.
4: This past year has highlighted the strength of Community Action Council. Every day our staff works together to help families recover from this crisis. We're educating children at home and in person, helping parents who lost their jobs, and helping households avoid eviction. Our work at Community Action Council has never been more important than it is right now. So why don't you join us? We have employment opportunities requiring a range of skills from entry level to advanced. Apply online at commaction.org. That's commaction.org. Community Action Council's Prep Academies have openings in their Early Head Start program for children aged six weeks to three years old. Spaces are filling up, so now is the time to apply for the upcoming school year. Every child who enrolls receives a full scholarship for the entire school year. To get connected and ensure your young child gets a head start on their education, call Community Action Council at 859-233-4600. You can also find Community Action Council online at comaction.org. That's C-O-M-M-A-C-H-I-N-C-H-I-N-C-H-I-N-C-H-I-N-C-H-I-N-C-H-I-N-C-H-I-N-C-H-I-N-C-H-I-N-C-H-I-N-C-H-I-N-C-H-I
3: We're with Tamika Jackson, Project Life with Community Action Council. Um, when we were on break, we were talking about some of the amazing things um, that Project Life does with the kids once they get in the program. Mm-hmm. And I really like how uh, Project Life works toward um, self-sufficiency with the kids and their rents. Tell us how that works. Okay, so when the kids enter the
0: program, um, you know, we have to do an inspection on whatever unit they find. So that is with our partnership with Kentucky Housing. So, so, they so safe. they find their place. They are, they are responsible for finding the place. We do have like, a list of the other apartment com- complexes and landlords that we have worked with previously. And yes, the case manager is there to assist them, but the, we encourage them to actually look for the places on their own.
2: Hey, like, before we go any further, I want to make sure that people understand what aging out of foster care means.
0: So aging out of foster care, like once they turn 18 years old, they are no longer in the state's custody. Okay. So that's, you know, they've traveled through the foster care system. All kids don't start foster care when they're younger. Mm-hmm. That's a misconception that a lot of people have. A lot of kids, you know, we have a lot that didn't get into foster care until they were teenagers. So, you know, they have that family foundation but something along the way took place and it required them to be a removed. Trauma. Yes, some type of trauma has taken place and it required them to be removed. So they, you know, go into the foster care but once you reach 18 and a half is once they feel like, you know, that's when it's they time, age out and it's time an for you to be an adult. Yes. And that's so, where we come
2: in. And that's where we come in and yes. and we're that that bridge between whatever you didn't have And what you got to have. And what
0: we need you to have to be a successful adult. Okay. Uh, All right. So with the housing portion, there's two portions to the program. There's the case management portion, which, you know, they are with them through the full 12 months. But then we also have a housing portion of the program. So what happens is it is a gradual step down. For their rent assistance, we provide rent assistance, and we also provide assistance towards their electric bill monthly. So the first three months that they're in the program, we pay their rent at 100%, and we pay $100 each month towards their electric bill. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So got a You can't be in, in project oh, life. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no,
3: no. <laughs> you don't qualify. You don't
0: qualify mm. for project life. But yes, we do. The first 3 months and really the goal for that is to because they have to be employed. That's that's uh. another piece. They have to be employed in order to be in the program because after COVID, we were finding that it was very difficult to get these young young adults housed. If they were not employed, right? So before COVID, not so much of a big deal. Post-COVID, just like with everything else in the world, that changed. Right, so right. we had to change some things. And that was one of the main things that we changed was that you absolutely had to be employed prior to being accepted into the program. Mm-hmm. So with the first three months, us paying their rent at 100%, our case managers are constantly encouraging them, save, 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 yeah. save, save. Because they know- In three months' time, I'm going to have to start paying rent. Okay. But it's much easier if you come out the gate ahead and have a little bit of money put to the side Mm -hmm. than to wait till that fourth month and now, oh, i got to pay this rent. I only got so much money left.
3: That's life skills.
0: Life skills. Life skills. One of the biggest things that we try to teach them. So, yes.
2: The second stage is what? Y'all pay what now? The second stage,
0: we pay 80%. Oh, it's still a good deal. They pay mm-hmm. 20%. Mm-hmm. I'll take that. That's still a good deal. For, so for months four through six.
3: Well, but in in order to, stable housing is so important mm-hmm. to, like, everything. Yes. Health, mental health, your well-being. Yes. Your success, a place to come where you know you're going to be able you to come home. know it's your yes. home. Yes. 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 yes.
0: So we do, it, like I said, it's a gradual step down, 100%. Months one through three, four through six, we pay 80%. They pay 20. The next three months, still not bad. We pay 60%. They pay 40%. The last three months that they're in the program is where the most responsibility comes on to them for their rent. Because they pay 60% of their rent and we pay 40. But that's still us assisting them, right? Right, right. And even after the first three months, we continue to pay $50 towards their electric bill every single month. So it's not a lot towards the electric, but at the same time, a lot of our participants, you know, they're young kids. They don't, you know, they're really not turning lights on all over the apartments (laughs) or whatever anyway. So a lot of them end up with, you know, a nice credit Mm -hmm. that they can kind of float on for a little Mm -hmm. bit. But uh, like I still tell them, even if you have a credit, if we're paying 50, $50 towards your bill every month, go ahead and pay 50 towards your bill every month, too. Mm-hmm. Right. So then you're never going to be behind. Mm-hmm. You may float with a credit the whole time. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a stress that you don't have to worry about. Because, you know, bills are stressful, right, as an adult. They're not used to paying bills. Mm-hmm. So they come to us because there are other independent living programs. And a lot of them are structured a little different. Some of them do just completely pay all of their bills. So they don't have that responsibility. But that's not the purpose of our program. Our program is to teach you to be self-sufficient. Yeah. So once all of these independent living programs run out,
3: you know what you're know good.
0: Do. You know what to do. You know how to take care of yourself. You know how to take care of your children. Take care of your bills. And you're fine.
2: One of the things that I remember is that this may be some, some of their first experience of having their own home. Absolutely. Having something that belonged to them mm-hmm. and how to treat it um, because they've always and just my experience with the few that I had contact with, their experience was they were always needing somebody else. So when they finally get something, they want to help everybody else, and they end up losing their own because that ownership—that this is the first time of having like something that's mine—and mm-hmm. yeah, that transition into you know that type of uh, mindset that this is your place of peace, this is your this is your security. This it's is this, yours. This is you. Yes. And so you make now you're in control. You make your home how you want it to be. Yes. Yeah. So that.
3: Well, and another thing that I really like outside of the housing that I really like is that you guys work with them to set goals and to reach those goals. Yes. And that looks so different. Oh, yes. Case by case. Please. Yes. Yes. It is very different
0: because we have, like I said, we have some kids that come in that don't even know where or how to purchase a money order, let alone how to fill it out. Mm-hmm. So there are many different goals. There's no set. Well, we have goal. You can set this as a goal. This is a goal. We have to meet with the individual and meet them where they're at, but provide goals to where they want to go. Mm-hmm. So with that, we also allow them to set a monetary value towards each of their goals. They have up to $500. To set towards their goals. Mm. So, you know, we have a lot of kids that come in that don't have driver's license. Yeah. At 19, you don't have a driver's license.
3: Well, if you never had a car.
0: But if you've never had a car, you've never had stable home. Or support. What's the point of having a driver's license, right? So we would let them say, okay, well, I want to get my driver's license. So we will pay for them to go to driving school. That's not, you know, nothing out of their pocket. Uh-huh. And once they get that driver's license, say that child decides Well, I think $100 is worth my driver's license. They get their driver's license. They bring us a copy.
3: They get $100. They get
0: $100.
3: Yes. I just really can't, Mm -hmm. you know, think about any program that, like, I love, love this program because you can see that you can see the hope and the promise and the opportunity, you know. And when we talk about meeting them where they're at, I'll never forget this Um, This probably was a year or two ago, and I'm going through the requisitions. And I come across a requisition that has, you know, the backup of it has a tricycle on it for Project Life. I said, (laughs) now, who is trying to buy a tricycle for Project Life? And so I pick up the phone and I call Cheryl. I'm like, what's going on here? And she said, oh, that's his transportation. That's his transportation. And so even though the picture was of a kid's tricycle, it was uh, actually an adult's tricycle okay. because they <laughs> meet people where they are. Right, right, right. And if that's the transportation that they're capable wow. of utilizing, then that Well, if
0: the transportation tends to be a barrier to them maintaining employment. Yes. So, you know, you you have some young adults that just don't want to learn how to drive. And that's fine. We'll get you a moped. Mm -hmm. But there's not going to be a reason why you can't keep your employment. If you don't want a moped, we'll help you get a bicycle.
2: Right. Whatever it is that you need. Because the connection is the transportation is what's going to keep you. Well, I mean, even
0: with that, we provide gas cards. Mm. We have gas cards for here in Lexington. We even have them for our participants that live in Louisville. And now we're working on getting them for our participants that live in northern Kentucky.
3: Well, because you, this is the it is the a program state statewide operate. program. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it
0: is for all 120 counties in Kentucky. So, you know, you have to think about kids that are in eastern Kentucky. There's no public transportation, but we can give you a gas card. And even if you don't have a car, your friend might have a car. You can put gas in your friend's car to get where you need to get.
3: You're saying, "Do not come here with don't, any excuses because no, we're gonna break down <laughs> barriers over we, here. We're gonna find a way mm. to fix it, no so matter
0: how long where you're at in the state. We're gonna find the resources that you need to be successful. Absolutely.
2: So, how long is the program, and what is what are the the of uh, In my mind, you know, we don't ever graduate. You know, we just go to the next stage. Mm-hmm. But what what is the graduating? Uh, Thing here in this program? The graduating thing? Well, just, you know, uh, what when you, when you leave? leave, when you leave this program. How
3: long can you stay in the program?
0: Okay, so the program has been with Community Action under the Office of Community Services umbrella since 2014. Wow. Almost 10 years. Almost July the 1st next year will be our 10-year anniversary, yes. So the goal is... That, is that what that was
2: the goal, right, or no, graduating? The, the, the goal of of getting out of the program. How long is the program? Okay,
0: so the program is twelve months. Twelve. It months. It is a twelve month program, and really dependent. I always try my best to get the inspections and everything done like the for, closer to the first of the month, because then that gives them like that whole month, the whole month as the but prorated month, but it's kind of like a free month. But yeah, so it's twelve months. After the 12 months, we hope that you're very successful and we will do whatever it takes to help you to get there.
3: And Tamika, give folks some information about um, who they could contact if they have additional questions about Project Life or they know somebody who might be, if who you might qualify.
0: know any kids that may qualify, you can call the main office there on High Street, 233-4600. You can ask for myself, Tamika Jackson, or you can ask for my supervisor, Cheryl Smith.
3: Alright, but ask for somebody if you have any questions about um, Project Life and how to qualify or if you know somebody this is a phenomenal program yes, it is. Um, when you see the outcomes after the 12 months of yes. people being in the program and the pride it's that so they It's so rewarding
0: have. to see them like come in and they don't know very much and then they leave and they're ready to soar
3: Right, because sometimes I, I listen to you outside having conversations and Tamika's <laughs> like, she's in the, she has that mama tone going on sometimes some of the kids need that mom voice <laughs> uh-huh. and
0: like, especially like with some of our case managers like because we have a few that are kind of soft spoken they'll call me and be like can you call such and such mm. yeah I will because mm. some of them just need that you yeah. know they're not used to making decisions making decisions yeah. and doing it the correct way and knowing that no matter what you do you still have our support mm. we That's are right. we are there to support you through your good through your bad through your hard times through your easy times you know, we have some kids that we call You we're guys called. cheer with them too Yes, yeah. absolutely absolutely. If they call us and they're like, oh my god Today we did such and such We all celebrate that, absolutely
2: Well, Tamika, we are so happy that you was on the show today
3: Thank you for having me It's been me. a pleasure 859-233-4600 3, 3, uh, Tamika Jackson or Project Life if you know anybody who you think may qualify um, aging out of foster care, call these ladies up. Um, they have a phenomenal team um, that's going to hold people accountable
2: Absolutely. You have been listening to Let's Talk or Action